At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon, a production of iHeartRadio. Sports fans, golf fans, or just fans, welcome to another episode of Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon. I am the Shane Bacon part of this. The other guy is the Max part of it. Max, what's up? What's up, man? It's cool to be the Max part of this. This is awesome. Uh, we just did something a day ago that was fun on Saturday, the Regrip show. It's a little bit of what we did about five weeks ago, which seems like it was two years ago, which we rewatched, basically rewatched an old golf event we hadn't seen in a long time this one maybe have never seen before or i definitely i don't think have seen it all the way through the 96 u.s amateur what were your thoughts after watching it and and really kind of immersing yourself into that championship yeah i thought it was cool one of the few i guess big tiger wins that i've just like i, I know a decent amount about it but i never really seen much of the golf i've seen is his eagle and, and a couple other things the the you know steve scott reminding him to move the mark back. But other than that, I knew very, very little fun to watch a golf course that I love that I've played a lot. Uh, what I took away from it is they both played unbelievable golf. Um, I thought Steve played great. He really hit the ball. Well, tiger obviously hit it. Unbelievable. Didn't really make a lot of putts as we're accustomed to him making everything. He missed a ton of putts. He missed two putts to win that really weren't, um, you know, in, in, in his case, weren't, wouldn't have been crazy by any means. Um, but I thought it was cool. Uh, pumpkin Ridge looked great on TV. Uh, super shout out to Cisco. Cause that whatever their formatting of the technology to get us both on was uh, drastically different than us propping our iPhones on a tripod and trying to figure out how to get the TV and us in the shot. They did a whole lot better job than we did. Way to go. Media guy. Just got, got it in right there. I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't sponsor. I'm surprised you didn't do the full read. Also, shout out <laughs> to the USGA who put up that championship online. And we're going to do more of these as we continue to go through quarantine. We've got uh, the 2006 U.S. Open final round this coming Saturday, May 2nd. Is it three- really? There, we get to do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, oh, 06, my. baby. This Saturday, oh, May 2nd, 3 p.m. Is it Eastern time or edt shane okay i just i don't i mean i'm I'm still confused by not to be confused with adt the security (laughs) system which is kind of what i thought when i first read it yeah edt EDT, we got we got a shout out for our graphic and of course we didn't make i had no idea what edt was full disclosure had no idea it says a lot about you in terms of class that you just said hey listen it's it takes a big man to say i don't know Listen, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I know I don't know a lot about a lot, so I had to had to come clean. I had never ever seen that before, but it makes a lot of sense. And you know, it's, I'm, I'm I should I'll spin it on the on the positive side. I'm glad I learned something new. So uh, we had Steve Scott. You mentioned he came on and, and talked him and his wife. Big thanks to them for doing that. They were a part of the of our re grip rewatching of the '96 Amateur, and we're going to work on having some people to come on for '06 as well. So. 
If you're doing nothing next Saturday and you're sitting around the house, jump on. You'll see our faces. Max will be smiling. I'll be looking real serious. And then we'll have the beautiful winged foot club behind as our backdrop in the final round of that crazy, epic, up and down, unreal U.S. Open. That should be a lot of fun. Hey, Max, I had this written down (laughs) all week and didn't really and and had had completely forgot about it. I'm so excited to bring it up. Have you seen Golf Digest did a nice guys ranking? A new one or the old one where I got 29th? It was it must have been an old one. Somebody tagged me in it. I I didn't realize I didn't realize it was old. But I was I was shocked, man. I you, you were you were T29. There was only top 30 top 30 made it. It was like the tour championship. You snuck in there, but 29th seems rather high, man. Yeah, I don't know who they talk to. Uh, I, I need to get some people on this. I need to get some boots on the ground. Um, you know, we, we play to win the game, right, Shane? We play to win the game. 29th ain't cutting it. I know there's a lot of nice guys on the list, um, but man. Uh, it, it hurts a little bit. I guess I, I gotta, I gotta start bringing, bringing more snacks. I gotta start bringing, uh, handing out more waters on the course. I gotta start giving people some, some better spots that are, you know, way farther up in the hazards. Do you do uh, the water? Doing some stuff. Do you pass waters out to random people? Oh over? yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Somebody struggling or they ask for it or what? You know, just whenever. That's why I'm better than 29th on this list. Just whatever. <laughs> you give me a good look, I'll give you water. It's a pretty easy trade. So many waters in those coolers. I'll on the say tees. this, dude. When we, my first time going to a tour event, knowing a tour player when I was in college, Peter Tomasulo was playing at Pebble. So we drove down and watched him play uh, Sunday and nothing Nothing makes you feel cooler when the tour pro walks over and gives you a water. <laughs> I, I'm walking away and you could just feel everybody else looking at us three that were there thinking, Who, who's this guy? Like, how does he, how did they know him? And it was it was awesome. Yeah, uh, not so much fun if you're the media guy pulling water for the tour <laughs> yeah. players. Wife got and arrested the, and the cop comes over and grabs my arm. Not as much fun there when you're not wearing cool. you know, Travis Matthew head to toe. Yeah. It, it's, they don't they don't care who you are in that regard. But when you're playing, you got the spikes on waste management that's a that's the wrong tournament to to really do anything it's 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 a it's a very fair point uh you know this is quarantine max isn't playing any golf nobody's traveling We're, we're we're sitting at home and we're just waiting this out as everybody else is i would say the last week you and i have received maybe the most random media gifts if you will of of any week I've ever had in my entire life. First, we got those get a grip tees, which are not weird at all. Those things those are, are awesome. Sick. Shout out to uh, Lewis Rittberger at Stinger Golf. Did an unbelievable job. If you haven't seen him, we'll post them on social on the uh, get a grip at get a grip pod Instagram account. But they're beautiful. They got the wraps. They're white, which is important. Max is going to use them on tour. So when Max is leading the U.S. Open by eight, you're going to see the get a grip tee go in the ground on the last hole. We also got an office chair. I'm Is sitting called, in it. Or did you put it together? Yeah, put it together. Let me see. I got to look in my yeah, little thing. You I, mind I, doing... didn't, I didn't do the headrest. I didn't okay. like the headrest. Can I you did... do a full spin? Uh, well, all right. Let me. But don't don't mess the mic up, bro. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missing the headrest, but that's okay. Shout out to my buddy Brady Bullion, who uh, who didn't put his headrests on his Jeep. He bought a Jeep and took all the headrests off. And every time I rode, all I could think was. If you get an accident, 
This, well, listen, this let, is me, a let me tell you something. People who have a Jeep do not care about safety. <laughs> this is a fact. Accidents just aren't important. So the headrest is the least. They, they don't have doors on half of those. <laughs> That's things, a great so point. The headrest would be overkill. <laughs> I just always remembered when I was riding with a man. I, it's, just, it's not going to be good. Seatbelt's not doing anything for my neck here. But we got these X chair office chairs. They're awesome. Easy to put together. How many minutes to take you to put together? Uh, 12 minutes and 50 seconds. Okay, I said under 13 minutes. I'm proud <laughs> I of you. I made that number up. I have no idea. <laughs> Lacey helped me, did most of it as always. Lastly, and you haven't got, I haven't given this to you yet. I'm going to give it to you on Monday. Buddy Rusty sent us a bucket, Max. When I say a bucket, you might be thinking of a small range sized bucket, dude. I'm talking about a bucket of these disinfectant wipes called Vital Oxide. It kills everything, including the coronavirus, kills the coronavirus. But he sent you and I out of nowhere an, an entire bucket. You could spend your entire life being an absolute OCD clean freak. You are not going to use all these wipes. Well, that's great. I have now too many because also my buddy started this company called Zen Wipes or Zen Wipes. I'm not sure how to say it. Got wipes from there. Got wipes. I guess there, you can't have too many wipes right now. I mean, people people are uh, are, are needing some wipes. So I'm, I'm lucky <laughs> to have uh, your bucket full and then my friends, uh, we'll call it truck full of them. Those are not sponsor reads, by the way. Those are just not the three things. Those, We're very lucky. Those are the three things that we have received. So there you go. That To me, that's about week seven topics to hit on is what you've received in the mail. That, yeah. that would I would feel like would follow follow uh, a topic a topic i need to get into uh on on my list of favorite michaels last week i have a mega omission and i'll I'll give a reason why um when you presented the idea of our top michaels uh the reason we're doing it was because michael jordan uh his the last dance documentary was about to be on so i was thinking mainly in the sports and um i don't know the celebrity the celebrity train of thought uh, completely forgot uh, Michael Kroom, who is my uh, my brother-in-law. So got some grief about that one. Uh, need, yeah. to, uh, need to say a, a big sorry. I don't even know if he listens to this, but I completely, completely whiff. <laughs> well, he uh, definitely does it now. <laughs> he definitely does it now, which, you know, that's his right. Uh, so really love him. Like he's, he's as good a brother-in-law as you could ask for. Uh, like I said, it's tough. I was thinking. I was thinking the Michael Jordans, the Michael Scotts, the Michelangelos. Yeah. The people did not think of uh, the most important Michael in my life. Should have probably added that one. Hey, hand up. My bad. Hey, that happens. That happens. I mean, again, <laughs> you were thinking. You you just always. You, he's in your top five of names. Yeah, right? just he's names. in your top yeah, ten yeah. of just humans. So yeah, you know that that actually is is way better than just being close to Michael Scott and Michael Johnson. But yeah, that was a. Uh, that was on you. I appreciate you wearing that. Totally on me. There's no excuse for it. Uh, yeah, I uh, completely my bad. Um, I wanted you had an unreal idea, and I I was all in on it. You said because it's quarantine, what if we did a list of good things that have happened during quarantine or things or positive things? Yeah, like benefits of the quarantine. Yeah, like, like I mean, let's we, spin this thing, everybody. I like this. There's got to be something good. So, so we are all at home and we're all, you know, sitting around. There's nowhere to take kids. There's nowhere to go to work. It can be a lot, man. I mean, everybody's has those days, right? Let's talk positively about isolation. Yeah, come on. I, I feel like if we're, we're getting we're getting used to this quarantine. I feel like we might be over the main hump of it, so we could start to start to try to 
try to get our minds in the positive place that we need it to be to get back to work and to get back to all these things. The reason I brought it up was, and this will be my first one. I was thinking about it. I was driving to golf maybe last week, stopped at a gas station. I finally needed gas. And I thought to myself, man, I have not been here in a while. And I was like, (laughs) man, that's kind of nice. I haven't been here in a while. Then I thought to myself, oh man, my wife has a car that we've leased and you're only allowed X amount of miles a year. Guess what? We're way under that. Not taking those off. Under that number. So it just made me think. I was like, man, I'm really happy about this. That's something I don't have to worry about. Filling up my tank, the expense has gone way down. Like added to the fact that her car will be way under the allotted miles. I feel very lucky uh, about that. I noticed after you brought this up to me and, and presented such an unreal idea for a segment here or a flight, if you will, I thought my, I was looking at my feet and you know, we, you As and I one have, does <laughs> you and I have, have, have been able to go out to the golf course. Cause Arizona allows golf and our feet and can be there as well. Our feet can go everything, but I would say for me, especially I'm playing less golf than I would normally play in the March and April time. It's a great time in Arizona to go out and play golf. I would be out there quite a bit. I noticed my, my golfer's tan. No way. Way on. I've, I've, I flattened my golfer tan curve. It's not that bad right now. Hey, shout out to my caddy, Joe, Joe sent me a picture and he's got a putting green in his backyard. Um, I'm clearly playing way too well. He, he, he's got a putting, I don't have, I got a mat. Um, but all jokes aside, he he's been out there 24 seven. He can't play golf in Carlsbad and I know it's driving him nuts. So he's been putting, grinding, whatever. He still has a horrendous tan line and he's been wearing sandals back there and he, he can't figure it out. I can't either. I, I'm a little bit, it's, it might be a permanent white foot problem. Where's your worst golfer tan? Like, yeah, where does it hit you? It's the feet. Okay. Although I will say shaving my legs made me, it, it becomes even more apparent when the very dark hairs go away and the very light skin starts to, <laughs> starts to break through the cover that it had for so long. Uh, you had, do well, you have a few on the list? Let's hear another one few, of your, yeah. well, your positives. This one, uh, this one is, uh, about my dog. So I think, I think, I think Scotty is starting to like me almost as much as my wife, Lacey. I think it's getting close. She, we're starting to get like a bit of a rhythm. Um, Even, you know, Lacey likes to play this diabolical game where she has both of us sit on the other sides of the room, put Scotty in the middle and see who she runs to. I'm starting to think I got a chance at the game, man. I I don't think I'm quite, I'm quite like, I'm, you know, a plus 5,000 underdog. I think I'm starting to get a little closer, like plus two, 300. So when, when Scotty's positioned in the middle of the room, is it a hundred percent go to Lacey every time? So when Lacey's having not a great day, like we'll play the game so that she feels a lot better. Cause it's a no doubter. She's gone. Like, I mean, it's, it's a, win. a no doubt. The other day I was, uh, I, I was on, I we, it actually might've been yesterday, but we were doing something on the computer, uh, you and I, and she, uh, I didn't hear, but Lacey had gone, I guess, out to go for a run. Shout out to her. Uh, very proud. And, um, <laughs> Scotty, I think was with me and I didn't know where Lacey went. So I like finish up, I'm walking around, I'm looking, looking for Lacey. I'm kind of talking to my dog. People don't know who my dog is. Obviously most of you don't, uh, she's actually really freaking smart. And so I'm like, Scotty, where's, where's your mom at? And she starts getting her little hyper thing. So she goes to the garage. So I'm like, Oh, she's out in the garage. So I walk out to the garage and her car is there, but no, you know, it's closed and no Lacey. So now I'm actually like a little bit not concerned, but curious. So now I'm like, Scotty, where, where's your mom at? Where is she? And now Scotty is doing 
the most hyped spins run around and now she's sprinting around the house sprinting everywhere and i now i don't know where she is and she's not picking up her phone obviously she was on a run she's very dedicated now she's very focused in that so uh oh here comes scotty right now so see, see what i mean she loves me loves so her. um so yeah so scotty's doing like this panic sprint around the house trying to find my wife and it's like you know what it's cute it also just kind of hits me like yeah she still loves her mom a lot more than she loves her dad so it's okay I i'm past it but i do think that this quarantine has given me a little bit of time to make up and uh, i think I'm, I'm weaseling my way into this inner circle a little bit better yeah harlow harlow has times each day that she likes cindy more and she likes what are those more. times like are they consistent times oh yeah i mean all the time i mean in, in the morning <laughs> all loves, the time well, it, well yeah, i mean every day i mean in the morning loves cindy way more in the evenings loves me way more napping times big on cindy wants to play big on me it's like yeah she knows who to go to she's and who smart to grab. yeah yeah she's got so, it so it's a little it's a little 50 50 at least i try to tell myself that but i have a i have a positive quarantine a, a positive stay-at-home thing give so me it. i'm not a big i i like f having facial hair but i've never been a be big beard grower i get to the itchy phase and i shave it every time max I think I've powered through itchy face. Nothing worse than itchy face, by the way. To I think I'm through. Three female listeners out there, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm through. I think I'm on the other side. It looks pretty good. You have what do you call it? The the beard, the hairs per something. Oh, DPI dots what per is inch. That? Dots per inch. You have a good dots per inch. Yeah, my DPI in this area here got some gray. This doesn't oh. hold, this doesn't bode well for you. Always calling me old. Oh. I got some gray right <laughs> here. But you know what? Bound to happen. <laughs> so does Kanye, and he raps about it. So we're yeah. good to go. Got a little gray in the beard. That's uh, that's powering not through the beard or the itchy beard face. Really does feel like a huge win because. I, everyone's been there where they're like, I'm going to grow a beard or I'm going to grow some sort of beard. I'm going to be looking handsome, like, you know, one of the Hemsworth brothers or something. And then you get to that <laughs> point where you, it's so itchy. You got to make a decision. Do I care about being handsome or do I care about comfort? And all of us at some point make a decision. I care about being handsome more. And you push through and when you beat <laughs> it, you feel, you feel happy. You feel accomplished. And then you realize maybe like two days later, you didn't really look all that handsome. So, you know, it's probably a mistake, but I was just at that phase. I just beat through the, the itchy phase. I do this quite often. Um, and then I forget it just how itchy it was. And I'll do this all over again uh, in the future, but it sure does feel good to beat that little, that little time uh, in our beard lives. How, what are you, what are you shaving with? What, what, what are you, uh, do you pull out the, the, the mock three and go full shave when you I shave? I haven't you have an electric? full shaved since college, since my wow. coach used to make me. So I, I have the electric trimmer. I think it's a, a wall or a Wally. I don't really know. Uh, I buzz it down. I tried to get the trimmer with the different, um, the different heads or whatever. And, uh, so I could just like barely trim the thing. Cause I like, like different guard sizes, right the guard. Yeah. The guard. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it never really seems to work. So I have to buzz it all the way down or I have to just have a long beard. Um, I will say that, uh, Joe, when he was growing his enormous beard out, uh, one of the funniest moments of my entire relationship with him, we're in Panama, uh, which those who haven't been there, it is essentially just the sun. If you ever want a vacation on the sun, go to <laughs> Panama and we were there and, uh, you know, everything that's itchy is always worse when it's hot and we are Lay, we you know share a room did not share a bed fortunately for us we had enough money to get a couple queen nice, beds nice so rolling in it we're laying we're, we're laying down at night and it's it's obviously lights out you know we're ready to go to sleep and i can hear him 
just kind of scratching at it. And I'm like, Joe, you're right. And now he's like, mother effing the world. I'm ripping, I'm cutting it off. I'm cutting it off, Max. I can't do this anymore. And he toughed it out. And I think that's a huge reason why he hasn't shaved it since, because he just doesn't want to have to go back through that to get back right. to where he is now. I think that it's really, it hit him hard. <laughs> Did it feel in a way that the roles were reversed there where he was having a little bit of, he was having a hard time with something yeah. and you had to be the voice for I had him? I talk him through. Yeah, I, I clubbed him. I clubbed him well. I said, you look super handsome, man. Like keep it going. Like it's, it's worth the discomfort. And I think, I think I gave him the good, a good club. Um, you know, he's still got a girlfriend to this day. So I take a, I take a lot of credit for that. Uh, give me, give me a, give me a positive. Give me a spin, spin me right now, Max. Let's go. Spin you. All right. Um, listen, I, I'm really not big on, on personal touch. Like at all. Like I'm not big on, I'm not big on close talkers who put their hand on your shoulder. I'm not big on. Yeah. You're not a hand. You're not a hugger. Not big on it, man. Hey, check this out. I appreciate hugs now, man. Like I, I, I look forward to, I look forward to giving somebody a hug. When I was watching the, the strap video from last week from the no laying up guys, me and Randy do this like jumping awkward bro hug. And like it hit all the feels. I was like, man, I miss that. I miss, I just miss that option. I don't, we don't need to be going around hugging people all the time, but it made me appreciate it. It made me appreciate. Um, also here's another spin about the close talking when anybody gets anywhere near me to close talk me, instead of having to be polite and like kind of doing the lean back, I'm just going to lean away from your face a little. And so if you're going to actually lean any for like farther towards my face, you're going to fall into me. <laughs> I, I can just like take multiple steps backwards until you get the hint that, Hey, social distance, your dirty breath away from my face. So I like <laughs> that part too. So yes, as much as I like the hugs, the strangers and the close talkers, I can kind of give them Stay the away. full, yeah, the full forearm or full arm distance, like back up. And I don't need, it's not being rude. It's the law, Shane. Like it's the law. Yeah. They're telling it's us to do fault. this. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. At bed. Three, six, five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets. When you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What are your thoughts on this? And I, I want you, I know you got a lot of... A pro golfers in your phone. You're looking at your phone right now. You're probably texting pro. I'm looking right at now. my other benefits. Okay. Friend, All right. So, so your so your phone has you know contacts, friends. That I do play have on the contacts. PGA tour. Just I'm just thinking right now. Just gonna throw this out there. Mass text to everybody on tour. When when golf returns, we go with the hug at the end of the round. I, the I literally hug. thought about that. I thought I I promise you. I thought about this the other day. I promise you that on the first tee of the first tournament back, if I'm playing with anybody i know relatively well i'm walking up and we're bro hugging it out because just because we can now if we can't then i still can't do that i just realized we right. probably can't do that so that's a horrendous it, it, when you get to the point when i get to the point it's again. gonna be a big old hug big old hug the one-armed hug me and joe are gonna be you know? locking arms walking down the fairway <laughs> you, I, you see, I miss joe like it's crazy i miss him a lot yeah you finished t40th and you guys are hugging like big hugging, hugs yeah. on the green gonna be uh, great it's gonna be good uh I, this is a this is an easy one this is a layup for for positive things about this 
my my backyard has never looked better. It's never been in yeah. better shape. I blow off. I have I have a, a I have a battery powered blow like lawn blower. I blow off my back patio at least twice a day. I go through two batteries a day. I have to recharge them every night. I am always watering plants. Our flower beds look great. I've hung a swing for Henry. I mean, I our backyard will never look this good. I got the net up. I got the chipping net. You know, it looks nice, man. It's in good shape because you've got you to utilize. Not, you have grass back there. You're like, you got to take great advantage grass. in Arizona. Oh, it's just, it's it, the, the backyard. And I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to this right now that are nodding. The backyard right now is, <laughs> this is Tiger, you know, in the early 2000s of my backyard. Wow. That's, that's quite, what it is. That's quite the call. I'm just telling you, that's what that, that's, that's where we're at. So one of the other ones I just wanted to add, uh, I feel like we're all starting to really appreciate like nurses and teachers a lot more like we should every day. I know teaching, especially in the sense that everybody I've talked to lately that has kids that, that are in school, they have to, they have to teach them from home. And they've all said the same thing. This teaching thing is impossible. Like <laughs> it's so hard. I feel like we're starting to appreciate the teachers more and obviously the nurses and doctors, but especially the nurses, I feel like a lot of people talk about I, when I grew up, I want to be a doctor and you're like, yeah, that sounds great. And like, being a nurse is so great. It's so amazing. The big hearts and all the work ethic. So I think that's really, really cool. Um, but yeah, I was talking to Mark Wilson just the other day and he was talking about homeschooling and he, he just said just how difficult it is. It made me kind of chuckle. Like, yeah, we take teachers for granted for like, sure. really easily. Like I going through all my years of schooling, obviously like thinking about all oh, this, you know, my first grade teacher, my second grade teacher, not thinking much of them now realizing like, man, they were saints, like absolute <laughs> saints like to put 50, up with me and my friends people in a room or 25 and, like, kids complete and other like animals, like just animals in a classroom. <laughs> like sounds terrible. <laughs> I also have this one. This one I think is, Man, I got married uh, November 30th of this past year. So it has not even been, it's barely, I don't even think it's been six months yet. What it, May 30th what, would be six, right? Yeah, okay. So May 30th. So it hasn't even been six months yet. All of a sudden, in, in, in our first year of marriage, we're, we're throwing this curveball. Hey, right, we're stuck right. together all the time. And for people who who live like like the professional golf world, like I travel a lot. We're We're not together a ton. And not saying that we don't, Time to be together more, but we're not together a lot. We've never done this. We've never seen each other 24 hours of the day, seven days a week, constantly. So this felt like it was going to be a huge test. And listen, it's still going really well. We, we are close as ever. Uh, we still don't really bicker much, which we never really did. We have our little spats here and there, but we were both talking about it today because I was asking Lacey what she thought uh, some benefits were, and she pointed out the same thing. So I'm very, very thankful on that. On that. Uh, note way more home cooked meals being home all the time. I've tried to cook. I, I really don't have a lot of skills. I, I cook chicken real well. I mean, super, super well, but uh, you know, I don't mean to brag, but uh, other than that, I got pretty much nothing. Lacey's been in this mood to just, you know, try out these new things. I had this quinoa salad yesterday. I thought it was unbelievable, but I have to eat out all the time. And I really love eating at home. I love the home cooked meals and I've gotten tons of those in this quarantine. The fact that you almost have to, I mean, we, we are eating out, you know, a few times a week and we've purchased the gift cards from a few of our favorite places early on when you know, we were just trying what's up sizzler. No, you know, come what? on, is there, man. Lie hey, is, to there, me. is there a sizzler in the Phoenix area that we need to go to when we are allowed back? I mean, 
listen, you keep talking. I'm going to look it up. Okay. I, cause I'm, I'm sure there, there's a sizzler somewhere. There's gotta, I mean, Phoenix, so there's is like definitely one, the, one somewhere. There, there's the, like, the, the this world. is like one of the top six biggest cities in the country. There's gotta there's be one a 34 minutes from my house. It's right next to a Denny's. And if anybody is shocked at all by that, <laughs> I don't know what to tell so you. So wait, where is it? 34 minutes. Is it, is uh, it well, like it's West Valley? An hour from you because it's 34 from me. Um, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. West Valley near, um, I don't know, man. Oh, it's also next to a Tokyo express and a pan express. That has to be a bitter rivalry. <laughs> Um, I don't know. We might need to check this out. I bet you it's kind of like Anchorman where they just fight every day. How many restaurants are right on top of each other? I don't know. We need this to go is, check this out. is a hot spot. I need to get, I need to get my hands on this hey, place. What's, what's your, when you were playing, not on the PGA tour and it's Chipotle is not your answer. You got to be sitting down inside. Well, it is my answer. I sit down in Chipotle. Don't where take do you, that I know, I me. know, but Chipotle's let's not do Chipotle. I mean, you got, they got to have a full bar. Okay. The place has to have a full bar. Hey, they sell Coronas at, uh, and I think at, margaritas uh, at Chipotle. And margaritas at Chipotle. Yeah. Yeah, good That's try, not a Shane. full bar. Good That's try, Shane. Bar. That's not a full, full bar. Full enough for me, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but go ahead. If, 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 where do you think you went the most? That's a chain Outback. restaurant. Outback. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it, it's just like a pretty sta- pretty standard staple of my, uh, of my, of my golf trips. I, if I'm by my, Lacey hates it, but if I'm by myself, I will be at the Outback in the city. So that's like the chilies of, of my world where I, I will go to, <laughs> yeah. Are you go to a chilies. chilies. <laughs> oh, it's the best. The chilies ca- is so good. That queso dip they have. It's like 4,000 calories. Their as an chips appetizer. have all the air in them. And usually like air isn't good in the food, but somehow they have, they have created like the airiest chip with flavor. I, I sure have ever had. I mean, there are other companies that I wish would at some point sponsor this podcast, but chilies is in my probably in my chilies is high up there chilies would be really really high i would i would read the chilies ad reads as if i was giving a college graduation speech that's how (laughs) excited i would be it would it would be literally like a commencement moment every single podcast when i read about (laughs) chilies i would i would say baby i would sing baby back ribs it would be so exciting but uh so do you have any more of uh, a few are you out okay I think I'm out. Go ahead. No, I'm just a lot more positive. All right. So uh, I'm a huge people watcher. I love people watching. I always have used to in college. I went to a, a city that has kind of the best people watching in the country in Berkeley. You got all kinds of stuff. I used to just go sit out on campus at night, watch people do all kinds of stuff. It was very fun. So people watching now is actually, I mean, if we're going to spin everything to be a positive, it's kind of funny. Uh, the other day, you know, you go to the grocery store, the grocery store right now is probably in Arizona is the only time I feel, um, as, as far as Arizona goes, like it, it's pretty intense in there, right? Like there's, right. it feels very not, I don't know. You feel like the, the, it's got a military feel to it in yeah, terms it has of a military how you feel you show up and they've got the carts and they wipe them down yeah. and there's only a few, a, a lot very inside strict the time. And, and right. for a good reason. Well, the positive spin I'll give you is people watching there. Like as you're as you're going through, you got the people who don't know whether to pass you or not with the cart because now you're closer than six feet. Uh, and not that I'm saying that I mess with them, but I'll just stand there and look at them, and they look at me, and we both kind of have this back and forth in our heads of like, so what are we doing here? Are we going to break the law? Get too close? I love that. I love watching people as they come closer to me if I know them. 
I like to know if they're, or I like to watch them decide if they're going to go fist bump, elbow bump, or like, we're just going to stay forever away. Right. I go with the forever away all the time, but when they get too close and I just back up and it's, it's awkward there. I like that part. Um, so you're backing up and pulling the cart back as well. Yeah. Or I'm just in person. And like, I saw some people this week that are in, uh, in Arizona from, uh, Vegas, I guess, practicing golf. And like, you know, they start walking towards me. I'm like, I think I got to back up, man. But like, I don't know what to do either, but I like, I like watching people be awkward because I'm awkward so often that it feels it feels really good uh to do that um so all 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 the people watching i i do i do really enjoy so you you say you love people watching i can't i can only imagine that professional golf events are unreal people watching spots but you've told me that the rule is as a player is you never make eye contact with people because if you give them an inch then they'll take a mile and they'll want to talk to you and ask how the round's going and say weird golf stuff so how do you people watch but make it look like you're not people watching as you play or if you're on a tee waiting that's a great question. I think I still do uh, look over. I just try not to. It's one of the, it's like, don't give somebody eye contact and hold it. Like, okay, don't give okay. them two, three seconds. But we'll look. I mean, you, you in, in Hawaii, uh, this had to be five years ago. Uh, but I mean, it's noon in Hawaii. And there's a guy walking along our 10th hole to the left. And his wife is holding him up by like his mid back and he's still holding a beer or two might've been two. <laughs> and he is almost full tabletop backwards. Like his, he is leaning like we can so hard. We can burst. The dude is done for. And that it's, you see that stuff a lot. You see that at the waste management, honestly, pretty much every hole, but that, that was fun. <laughs> Cause I looked at Joe and I'm like, what time is it, man? He's like, it's, noon i'm like all right i mean it's hawaii i guess everybody's on vacation so but you see a lot but yeah you got to be careful you don't want to you don't want to stare too long um although if something crazy is going on and you stare you get the other fans see you stare and then they start to laugh then you start to laugh so then you have like the camaraderie of it all uh, it's like a team it's like a team it's, it's yeah, like it's a, like comedy a team club. like yeah look at look at this idiot and you're like yeah okay we all see it did you ever go sunglasses when you did you try sunglasses can't to play do it. or no? I would love to try. I can't do it. I, I tried it at the uh, at the Quicken Loans in like 2015 or 16 one year. And I, I because the, the only reason I did it is because the bunkers were so bright, like the white, you know, that white sand where right, like, it yeah. just shocks your eyeballs. Well, I was doing that and I kept telling Joe, I was like, dude, I can't like open my eyes in here. And <laughs> and I get in there and I kept putting my sunglasses on. Or these sunglasses on that I like basically found. It might have been Joe's. And every time I hit a shot, I mean, I hit it so bad you couldn't imagine. And by Saturday, yes, I made the cut. Shout out to all the haters. I make the cut (laughs) and I'm in the bunker and I or I hit it in another fairway bunker. And Joe goes, "Hey, listen, man, you cannot put on these sunglasses anymore. This is a good caddy, by the way. Noticing all the all your deficiencies on the fly. He's like, "Yo, you gotta stop putting these sunglasses on because every time you do it, you hit a terrible shot." I'm like, "All right, I'm glad that I'm not the only one that's noticing this." So then. I was like, well, what the hell do I do? Like, I still, it's still bright regardless. And so he had me go in there and then right before I took the, took the club back, I'd open my eyes <laughs> and it got better. I think, I don't know. I didn't, I obviously didn't win the golf tournament, but I mean, that, that was a tough one. So I can't do the, the sunglasses is just like a huge problem for me. We, we did a, uh, a few years ago, we went to the beach. My family went to the beach in Alabama and we were going to do family wait, wait, photos. Wait, 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 beach in Alabama. Yeah. Explain. Go on. Explain. What do you mean? What isn't Alabama like in the middle of the? No, there's beach, Gulf Shores. Hello. Oh, sorry. Come on, man. Well, we had Gulf a beautiful Shores. house. I didn't say your house wasn't nice. <laughs> uh, so, so we were we were on the beach, 
beautiful beach in alabama one of the most beautiful beaches i've ever seen you talk about white probably the most beautiful beach in all of alabama utah you talk about white sand bro so white white what white sand oh beautiful white like super fine white sand felt like you were walking on salt yeah you might honestly you might have (laughs) been so (laughs) it was a beach in alabama it might have just been salt so we go down to the water by the beach obviously and we are taking professional family photos and we are staring <laughs> directly into like a 5:30 sun. You know, it, it is just yeah, right just in your grill. Coming after you. And we're all, I mean, you know, not a professional photographer here. You know, I'm I'm a guy that snaps a couple pictures of a golf course and posts it on Instagram, maybe with a little bit of a filter, but not even an Instagram filter. But I know that this isn't going to be the best look, right? They made us do the eyes closed fill, right? They and then count until open, three. Yeah. All of the pictures looked horrible. Yeah, they're we terrible because you always open your eyes way too big. You're we all to, like so ridiculous. So. See a lot of white. <laughs> Speaking of white sand, you got the whites in your eyes just like ah. popping. Yeah. So that was that was uh, that was my experience with the eye. You know, have, did you think about eye black? Did you think about going eye black on the course? I mean, I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> I got Good. a piece of advice that I, when I was like 13, 14 years old, no, no, maybe. Yeah. 13, 14 years old. And, uh, one of my first coaches, Mike told me this is the best piece of advice you could ever give a kid. He said, Hey, I got one piece of advice for you. I was like, what is it? He goes, just don't be that guy. Anywhere you go, don't be that guy. So in this case, the eye black, I'd be that guy. I mean, you're already starting new trends on the PGA tour. And now you're scared of the eye black. I'm thinking, what just trend throw it did out I there. start. Well, the, hu- the hugging after the round you already started. <laughs> started, started well, I'm just saying you're thinking about it. You're thinking about it. You're, yeah, you're a trendsetter. <laughs> top 30, nicest guy on tour. Now going to be hugging everybody. Yeah, top 29, nicest guy. That, that, by the way, that will bump you up on the list. Because that's so? got to be in the paragraph written about you. He implemented the hugging pro- the hugging. Man, that protocol. would be Honestly, that would be nice. That would Probably be nice. bump you in the top 15, I bet. Uh, I got two more. One really quick one. I don't screw up packing for golf tournaments anymore. I don't forget my shorts or my pants. I don't forget my golf shirts. I don't forget my rain jacket. I, I constantly seem to be doing this. Now it's all in my house, man. I can't forget anything. It's all here and it feels really good. Also, I uh, started playing Call of Duty lately. It's a terrible one. I love it. It's, it's a terrible but it's, one, but, but it's, it's great. one that's true to my, true yeah, to my all, heart. All the things you need are where, they're, where, yeah, where they're, you they're are. Where they are. Yeah, yeah. I, there's something personal to me. The other one I got is I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty lately. And, uh, you know, you talk to your friends on there. It really does make me feel like I'm hanging out with my friends. And it feels really freaking good. Yeah. Like we, we were just playing before we came on here, joking around. One of my best friends, uh, he was in my wedding, so I can say he's one of my best friends. Maybe, maybe my best friend in the whole world, Shane. Um, he, Zach, he like he is, works in the uh, police force. He has a lot of days uh, where he obviously can't play video games. He's out there saving saving lives. Uh, and he said, "Hey, I got a day off. Like, let's play." And it's like when you feel like you feel like you're playing, you feel like you're hanging out. And I, even when I'm home in Valencia, I don't get lucky enough to do that because a lot of the times he's out on patrol. Right. Uh, saving the world. So um, felt really good. Uh, that That is my last and final one. And uh, yeah, it's may not be for everybody, but if you can play a little video games, get on that chat with your buddies. It, it sure does feel it, it's a lot of fun. I, I enjoy it. Now, you, you, you said he's one of your best friends. You're really close to him. So next week, if we did top five Zach's, do you think you'd remember to include him or not? Mm. I have to say I would forget him just to make Michael feel better. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is for you're going to forever have to forget. It. If yeah. we do top five Lacey's, I'm just going to say you need to include your wife. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I do. I want to live. I want to live past that day. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mention that I that she is in my favorite. She'll be all five of them. Listen, hey, listen. we we haven't talked about it. We did, this is just this is just totally off the cuff. But uh, if you were doing top five Zachs, who do you think would be number one? Zach, Zach Morris? My, no, dude, Zach's is hard. Oh my gosh. I mean, I think Zach. So I got, is I, mean, one, I, got two. I got Zach, Zach, my buddy, Zach Corrales. I got Zach Johnson, but not the one you're thinking. Zach Johnson is my coach's son about to play football at Cal be quarterback. Probably take us to like four national championships. That'll be great. Uh, Zach Morris. I guess that comes to mind. Galifianakis. Uh, Zach Galifianakis has got to be up there. Uh, man, that's a tough one. Zach's I'm tough. not sure. Yeah, Zach is Zach's a tough, tough one. I like it. That's let, a, let us say, let us know on Twitter. Best Zach out there. And we're probably missing one that is just very obvious. It's okay. That's okay. We're idiots. People know that already. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, we, we were going to do, we, we try to be positive on this podcast all the time, but occasionally we're not going to just speak positively about everything. And this is one of those times I asked you. So this is more on me than you, obviously, for your least favorite, most annoying golf terms. And this came up because I wrote something. A, a guy at our money game made a double eagle two times in three weeks in a money game. And I mentioned that. And I texted you this because I had a couple people respond and go, uh, albatross question mark. I'm like, yeah. who cares? Those don't matter. Like double eagle, albatross, it is what it is. They're, the, they're a term that's appropriate for what happened, right? So don't yell at me about that. But there are definitely some golf terms that drive me crazy. I'm going to let you start, Bax. What do you have for annoying, frustrating wit- golf term you wish would go away? Well, um, I, I know I'm piggybacking off yours, but my, my least favorite one probably is albatross just because it sounds so pretentious. Like I know it's a big bird. I know all this stuff, but it just sounds pretentious. Like, Oh, would you make an albatross? And everyone's like, Oh yes. an albatross. And then someone comes in and goes, I just made a double Eagle. And they're like, what did you say? And you're like, literally, I just, I, I made three under the par. Like, give me some slack. <laughs> Have you made a double Eagle? And you know, they stick your nose about you. But other than that one, I wanted to lead off. My favorite one is stinger, by the way, as I was thinking all the bad ones, stinger is the best one, but my absolute least favorite, Favorite. Now I have a lot of these, but my number one least favorite is anytime anybody says I missed it on the pro side. Listen, yeah. listen here, guys. You know what the pro side is? It's right in the middle of that hole. <laughs> That's the pro side. The pros make a lot of putts. We don't No, No pro has ever missed a putt high and be like, hey, Joe, you see that? Missed it on the pro side, bud. And everyone's like, cool, man. Are you going to mark it or are you going to finish? <laughs> you know, what it's great. a terrible, terrible phrase. Man, great start. Going to be real downhill from there. That is, a, that is an excellent number one. Uh, I, I'm going to kind of follow you, I guess a little bit here. I think this might drive me the craziest when people say good weight. I (laughs) hate that. I think that's from curling. Isn't it called a weight? Well, I don't, I have no idea. I've never curled. Oh my God. You need to get into watching it. Holy cow. I mean, I I watched the, 
I watched the Netflix thing about curling. Yeah, so I think I, it's called a weight. So when it's good distance, they call it good weight. I'm not saying that your thing is I, – I still agree with you. But I think that's might be where they got it from, which is even dumber because it could not be more opposite. One's on ice, one's on freaking grass. You know what it does? Talk is about a frost delay. No, nice, nice. Yeah, nailed it. Go there. Nailed Should it. we end right now? Should yeah, all right. Stop? Hey, it's good, guys. Hey, it's great apps. Wash your hands. Let's talk to you later. Uh, follow along on Twitter. Uh, so good weight always drives me crazy. I, I'm not a fan to go with what you said about albatross. Is any term that you feel like the person says it to sound like a golfer? Imp- yeah, like more important. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. hey, hey. Hey, good weight there, Max. Yeah. <laughs> Lacey, I asked Lacey because she, you know, she knows like kind of the minimal about the minimum about golf. And she has to stand in the crowd and listen to all these guys explain to their friends what's going on. And even she will tell me like how dumb these things some of them <laughs> say is. But so I asked her what her least favorite one was, and she has a great one. Hers is when somebody from the crowd, and I do it all the time, and I'm sure you do it all the time. All of us do it, and I hate that I do it. So when somebody hits a gr- good shot and instead of saying good shot, we just say shot. It's like, why, why? Like at what point were we allowed to just like drop the good? <laughs> I, I, she, it's a good point. I don't, I don't get it. It's a great one. You know, now your thoughts on golf shot. You hit a good one. Uh, golf shot. What are your thoughts there? Cause I, yeah. I, I don't mind golf shot. I feel like it's one of those things that even when I say it, I'm like, man, you kind of sound like a tool. Yeah, (laughs) but but it's not a I get when I'm saying it. And when I hear people say it, I like get what they're trying to say or like I get like the meaning of it, like where it's coming from. But as you say it just now as like an option, I'm like, yeah, that's a that's I don't really like it. (laughs) But maybe you don't like the way I say it. Can you say it? Let me hear how it sounds. No, if I'm being honest with you, the best part about you, all things, is the, your voice. So oh, wow. Best if, thing? If you, if you say not my, I don't not like this it. beard here you're looking at? No, no. So it's your voice. And if you're saying it, um, uh, for people who obviously can't see, Shane is doing a very creepy jaw out, showing me his beard <laughs> thing. Didn't need to see it. So concl- or confirming that his best part is not the beard. Uh, but yeah, so I, I don't, I don't. Love the saying, but I probably have said a lot. I've said shot a million times. Um, I don't like that one. One of the other ones I don't like, I don't like when people say on the dance floor. I don't like dance floor. I don't really know why. I mean, it could be 80 feet away. You're like, he's dancing. It's like, ah, I'm probably not dancing. I'm still the kid in seventh grade on the, on the guy side of the wall, still too afraid to like walk over to the middle or ask a girl to dance with me. I might have got one foot off and all of a sudden the DJ's like, He's on the dance floor. It's like, hey, am I really on the dance floor? Yeah. I'm not really on the dance floor. I need floor. to be dancing with someone. Yeah, like, I, I need to have a 15-footer. Yeah, right, I, yeah. Need to, I need to be in the mix. Uh, I would say uh, never up, never in. Uh, any, cli- <laughs> any any golf cliche, just <laughs> never, never up, never in. If you have ever heard what you want to say before, I'm going to say try not to say it. If it's a phrase, Fair. it's a cliche. Let's Very just, sure. It just doesn't need to be said. Never up, never in. I, I on that point, I don't like all square. Um, and I know that they just changed it. It also sounded incredibly pretentious. Like, gotcha. hey, where do they stand? And like everyone in the world who doesn't play golf would be like, oh, they're tied. And then you got like the guy over there with like the blazer on watching golf, being like, huh, they're all square, sir. And you're like, all right. <laughs> you know, I, I'm glad they changed that one because that one, that one just seems it's just too many words. <laughs> like, they're tied. Like it's, uh, they're, they're, they're even. I don't know. So, so the tie thing last year was tough 
for yeah, us to grab because we're because we're broadcasting a lot of match play and you want to say have the holes have the holes tied the match is all square the match is tied and the reason i believe the reason they changed it to tied was because all the rules all the updated rule books by the usga are translated in you know 150 languages and halved and all square doesn't translate Tide does translate. Well, thank so why don't goodness we just, for why don't we just go with the simple tide word, and that's that's why they went. Thank with goodness it. for that. Um, do you have another one? I got two yeah, more. I got I I got my. Do you want me to go? I'll. You know what? Yeah, I'll go with go. my. You seem I'll you seem my, smug about this. Next I'll go one. with my least favorite one. <laughs> All right. And I'm gonna say I'm gonna speak for everybody that's ever played golf. That's left-handed. You're hitting from the wrong side. Of the ball. <laughs> I love that one. It's just. <laughs> the worst it is it makes my skin want to you know people say your skin crawl it makes my skin want to melt it makes my skin want to punch the person that said it i absolutely hate left-handed golf comments they're so horrible and every lefty hears them every single round i need to ask though do you do you think though maybe like you are playing from the wrong side of the ball (laughs) Well, to be fair, when you play golf left-handed, you're hitting from the right side of the ball. Does that oh, make sense? Well, now, now we're getting into a into a, a pretty deep conversation. But hold your hold your fingers up. See, left L, and that's where you're hitting from, and I'm on the right side. So when you did that, it's backwards because we're in a video. So there you go. Uh, my 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 next one. Uh, I don't really know why this one came to mind. I don't really like sand trap. <laughs> okay, because. It sounds like something on a playground. Now, again, I, I've harped, or I, I've kind of harped on oh, not dangerous being too, playground. too pretentious. Trap. Yeah, but then you add trap to it, and it sounds so menacing. But like for the most part, sand trap bunkers—that's where you'd rather be. A bunker has, yes. It's, well, you'd it's, rather it's, be it's, there. Well, yeah. Like, I, I mean, you. You know what I'm saying? I guess. Okay. Yeah. So I guess. Yeah, you're right. Never mind. I'm gonna take that off the board. Sand traps off the board because most people hate being in. The right. sand traps. I'm going to call them a bunker because it's like a place where you kind of hide out and then uh, you explode out. You 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 beat the competition from the bunker. Sand trap. I'm stuck. I'm I'm in a I'm in a I mean think about it, like a bear trap. You're you're screwed in a bear trap. You're donezo. Um, <laughs> also a golf term by the way. Bear also, trap. <laughs> the bear trap. Man, I hate those holes. Those are hard. Um, but okay, I'll take that off the board because now I get now I get more. I was being a little selfish as to why why that that was uh, named uh, as a pro. As a the bunker is the better place to be for a 15 handicap. When Probably it goes the to the sand, place. it's going to be like a 12. Yeah. So so I understand. The next one, I think we talked about it last week a little bit, but uh, makeable putt. Oh, I hate it. Oh, I just hate it. It's horrible. Really makeable putts. Like, all right, cool. Like, I, I, get, I get the point. I get it. I would probably say it too if I was doing broadcast. I totally get it. However, the the saying itself, as along with pretty much all of these that I've mentioned, I've said them before. I'm not proud of saying them bef- saying them before, but this one just seems silly. They're all makeable. We need a better term or just a different way to go about it. Or I can just stop, you know, nitpicking and, and just no. deal with it. But no, 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 makeable no, no. Putt just seems so silly. I mean, I get it. You, but you could say like something a little bit more profound. I feel like it becomes very, I get it. As we did this rebroadcast, I get it. You need to say things quickly before they cut to the next, to the next shot. But, um, 
if I'm nitpicking and just like going through all the things that I, I kind of make fun of, Bakewell putt's definitely up there. I'm with you. I agree with it. Loved your list. Thought you did a great job. Really feel like Thanks, you're Shane, bringing you too, it this man. episode, by the way. I just feel you like too, you're, you're kind of on it. You know what? Can you Next week, I need you to play like two hours of Call of Duty before we do this. Yeah, maybe Call of Duty really helps. Get, get you really focused. I've uh, got, got to some, feel good. For, oh, you go ahead. You oh, go I was ahead, going to roll. You know what? Shane, go you go for, ahead, Shane. You know what, Max? Go ahead. Shane, you go ahead. Uh, so I've got some. I've got some. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> reader, I've got some reader questions, but I would actually like to hear Feel Good Friday before we get into questions. <laughs> Sorry, I make I make myself laughter in quarantine. This one's really quick. Saw two counties in Southern California opened up golf in Turk County, Riverside County. Very exciting. Just excited for my friends that actually have a place to go drive and play some golf. Yeah, a buddy of mine, a good friend of mine, is uh, has golf course just opened back up in Southern California. He called me driving home from the golf course yesterday. Have not heard him that happy in years. I mean, <laughs> See, he's he's going to appreciate everything he, more. He's had children in the last few years, and I've never heard him <laughs> that happy. Don't tell so, them that. <laughs> no, I, I will not. But that, I, I'm with you. You know, the, the golf course, you and I have talked about this. We talked about it on social media more than we've talked about it here. But, you know, every time you talk about going out to a golf course, people are going to tell you that you're doing something wrong. And I played this morning. It is, in my opinion, with the way we do it, a very, very safe place to be. So it's nice to see people with that opportunity now to go out there. And if you do it smart, you don't touch the flags, don't touch the rakes, don't shake hands, don't hug, for goodness sakes. But if you do it intelligently, it can be a place that is safe. Get out on the golf course if you can, if if it's allowed. I, I promise you, it'll make you feel a lot better. I got a great question to start. Ian says, and it's very simple, and I don't want to make a long thing out of this. I just want you to run through the five. Top five condiments, go. And uh, if you're not ready, I will rock Yeah, go mine. ahead, go ahead. Uh, my, I'm gonna, I'm not, we're not stopping. I'm just doing it. Top five. I got the question today. Didn't spend a whole bunch of time on it. Here we go. Number five, ranch. Four, hot sauce. Three, ketchup. Two, salsa. One, which is, I feel like as an adult, makes a big jump. Number one is mustard. Let's hear yours. One mustard, or I'm sorry, one ketchup, two mustard, three syrup, four, there's a special kind of relish at this place I eat uh, hamburgers at, five, I'm going hot sauce. Yeah, hot, hot, hot sauce, so many, so many options. Sriracha uh, hot sauce just is always good. Cholula hot sauce, always good. Always, always good. So I wanted to, I wanted to lead this into a, the next reader question, but I got this reader question from a lot. I don't know why people would care to ask us this, but like five different people that I saw asked your favorite snack on the golf course. And I was thinking that I don't think I have one. I mean, I, I ate beef jerky before I've had peanut butter and jelly sandwiches all the time, but is there one that's, that is an every round thing for you when you play or no uh, beef jerky uh, before I went like pescatarian, although I am back on the meat <laughs> um, beef jerky was always my favorite. I'm big on, I'm big on uh, hopefully the course has uncrustables, but I will a lot of the time get bars, uh, you know, to have my own or little, you know, I like almonds quite a bit. Uh, I also, like I said last week on the podcast, uh, Ron McAfee helped hook me up with some one uh, protein bars that I, those are my favorite bars, but yeah, I try to do something like I'll be back on, I'll be back heavy on that beef jerky pretty soon. Uh, but yeah, if I can get a PB and J, um, besides her support, love, uh, good looks, um, the, the list goes on and on about my favorite parts of having Lacey at the tournaments, my true favorite, because she probably won't listen to this episode is she makes me PB and J's after nice. nine holes. That's the actual best part after nine. So goes in, makes it, brings it out. <laughs> 
it's so good. Uh, we, you kind of glossed over this, and you were doing such a good job during quarantine. I understand that it's not easy right now, but you're back on the meat. What happened? Well, first of all, it was kind of a, a little like research project just to see if I felt worse. I did <laughs> considerably. <laughs> you felt worse. You felt worse eating meat after. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. it was it's pretty apparent that it wasn't placebo. I, I really felt a lot more lethargic after I had my first steak. Now, I do think I can eat chicken and feel fine because I've been eating a lot of chicken and feeling fine. I can't I think I'm going to be pretty much off red meat for the most part, at least in full. I know, you know, I, I mean, in like full steak, something that I'm actually like having to wolf down. Um, I'm sure beef jerky's fine. Uh, you know, what checks out. I might go I might do a little research project tomorrow, eat some beef jerky. So I feel but it was a little bit of that. Also, it's super hard to eat relatively healthy in this quarantine without chicken um we have a lot of fish in the house but it, it you know fish takes a lot longer to prep and right and it ended up making me eat kind of snacks all day instead of eating uh like i like i mentioned before i got one thing i'm good at cooking man it's chicken to take that out of my <laughs> arsenal was really unfair to i got me in this house i got nothing man <laughs> i brought zero to the table so uh so yeah i'm back but i will say that during the season i'm going to be pretty low on the meat thing now that i know that it really does help uh you know defog my already foggy brain have you, what's the weirdest thing you've seen someone snack on that you've played with? Oh gosh, that's a great question. Uh, I haven't seen too much. I mean, everyone goes through their phases. Like right now there's, or all the golfers do right now. There's this, there was this phase maybe four months ago of these like power protein balls and they looked disgusting and I don't know who makes them, but they're pretty good. But like everyone will have them for that week or for that month and everyone will swear by them. So it's not so much that they're weird, but you'll see like something new and then you'll say, Hey man, like what's that? Then they'll explain it to you and it's all good. But I mean, everybody on tour pretty much eats the same type of thing. It's just certain people have their different brands. You know, certain people do the whole gluten-free or lactose-free and all this stuff. So, you know, they might need different brands that are a little, I mean, you know, more like a little healthier or whatever, a little more specific, but I've never seen anything too crazy. Although back in the day, this I mean, I actually not even back in the day last year at the PGA championship, uh, you know, John Daly had a cart for the, for the week, um, right. that they allowed him in. I mean, he had like a McDonald's bag or <laughs> like he at the very least had a McDonald's cup in there. And I thought that was, that was pretty, I mean, funny and random. So, I mean, not, not off brand by any means. I know he, you know, he, he, you would usually probably put that in a, in a, in a water bottle or whatever, but, um, that was just kind of funny to see. I, I've really, really kind of took me by surprise for really no real reason. But uh, so that was probably the most random thing. But for the most part, you've seen it all out here. So uh, we we all eat trail mix and PB&Js and all that stuff. Yeah, I was just wondering the the McDonald's thing is interesting. I uh, I've I ordered a pizza to a golf course one time delivery wow. delivered in was awesome. I played uh, this golf smaller golf course continental. You probably never played. It. It's like right in the middle of Old Town Scottsdale. I, uh, I played there with my buddy Andrew, who you know one day, super hungover. Both of us are just brutally hungover. And uh, there's a McDonald's across one of the streets. And it was so slow. I mean, it was, it was, it was like two groups on every tee. I told him on the par three, I said, closest to the pen has to, or the other one has to go run. Across, run across yeah. the street and get McDonald's. You know, the loser does. That's a really good idea. And I, you know, I, and I'm, you know, I'm like a zero. Andrew at the time's like a 10. Andrew hits it like three feet. Yeah. So I had to go well, run across the street, came back over. The guys were playing with, they're like, all right, well, there you go. <laughs> I had a couple of Big Macs and surprise. 
great encore snack was a big fan felt a lot better after it so that the, the uh, coca-cola and i do not drink coca-cola but the coca-cola from mcdonald's has some in it it cures hangovers like nothing else it's just got like a higher sugar content or something but they that that stuff is a certified winner when you're feeling when you're feeling down after a, a fun night out we're gonna take a quick break and be right back at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, Max, do you want to go with a question here? Yeah, I have a go? really good one. All right, let's go. Well, let's, we get a lot a of good ones that. from this guy, Chris Hevner. Ask honest question. Considering he's such a killer, do you think Tiger would have pointed out I Steve Scott's ball mark had the situation been completely reversed? For those who didn't watch or don't know, uh, during the '96 USAM uh, on the 34th hole, Tiger had a short putt for birdie. He had moved his mark so Steve could putt. Uh, Tiger had and has actually recently mentioned that he had completely forgotten to put the mark back. Steve steps in before Tiger hits and says, hey, don't forget to move that bark, mark back. Uh, he does. Obviously, if he wouldn't have done that, Tiger would have lost the hole. Uh, Steve and lost won. the match. And yeah, lost Steve the match. would have won the USAM. Um, so uh, that question saying, you know, would Tiger have done it? I truly, truly believe he would have. I mentioned it on the rebroadcast. I think it's a big deal that that Steve did that. I think it's incredibly commendable. I do also think that as time has gone on, we have appreciated it more. But I, I also think that that happens a lot more than you think. It's just rarely in that in that situation. I know almost for a fact, Tiger is such a competitive dude. And he also, along with the competitiveness, wants people to push him to be his best. I do not think for one second that he would want to win a hole or a golf tournament uh, because of that. I think that he would have done the same thing. I, I would like to think that a lot of us would. Uh, obviously, Steve proved it, and that that's something that you you really can't trade. Um, I'd like to say I I, I would do that, um, and, and you know I haven't been in that position before to be able to in such a heavy spot. But uh, as far as Tiger goes, I don't think Tiger would ever want to win a golf tournament or or get help to win a golf tournament just because you forgot something that he actually knew. You know what I was just thinking about would instantaneously vault you to number one on the nicest guys on tour list. If you in a big moment told the guy to move the mark back, Listen. you'd be number one. They'd go, remember when Max did this at the, you know, at the WGC but see, now, match, now the that we have this play? out there, people are going to think I'm only doing it to climb the ranks. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Maybe Maybe. I mean, just cut maybe we'll this. Keep, we'll cut this. We'll keep this to ourselves. Uh, so one of my friends, Maggie Hendricks, who I used to work with, and I'm with you, I think for sure. Move it back. I mean, yeah, it, it, nobody, nobody's not going to say something if they see it. I mean, you don't want to win like that. Uh, my, my friend I used to work with at Fan House, Maggie Hendricks, every time I do a hat of the day post on Instagram, she comments with a made up name of the golf course. Okay? <laughs> I like that. She, it's unreal. Makes me laugh every time. Just like your made up beach in Alabama. She, she said, what would you name a golf club if you got to name one? Ooh, I like this. Well, do you have an now, answer? <laughs> so so, I, so my, my question would be, 
Do you want to name it after yourself? No, uh, absolutely not. Okay. Because Max Lynx would be pretty good. Uh, I could be the home of golf. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, that's it. <laughs> that's the one. The home of golf. The home of golf. And then if you want to add course at the end, I guess you could. And you would name, if you had two courses, one would be the old, one would be the new. That is a great call. Did you just come up with that? or somebody I just literally just come up with that, but I do hear that. I mean, I, I've joked about that a lot that like, you know, the home of golf and, you know, the home. I don't Man. Know. If you ever win an open at St. Andrews, oh my and God, I'm, two worlds and I'm, colliding. <laughs> and I'm broadcasting it, do you know what I'm going to say? Oh, I think I, I know, Shane. I, I know. I know. All right, what's yours? Uh, so I was going to say, I, was, I thought of this as name. Like if I named my golf course right yeah. after me or my team named it after me, uh, I think I'd go shake and bake and links. <laughs> oh man, that just screams Muni par sixty one. Like absolutely, my home course. That I, screams. You better have good breakfast at that place, Shane. Unreal chorizo <laughs> breakfast burritos, five dollar bloody marys. Bacon's you know, always free. No added, no added uh, purchase for the bacon. It actually comes on everything, no matter <laughs> what you ask. Everything. No matter what you ask for, there always will be a piece of bacon on the side. Uh, so shake and bacon links. But if you have a good uh, if you have a good name out there, send it to us. And, uh, appreciate Maggie sending that one in. You got something? Uh, I got one from uh, Sean Bisson. He said, uh, "Which stop on tour that I've played has the best practice practice facility, and what sets it apart?" Um, he also asked which one the worst is. I'm not going to mention that one because they're all pretty good. Uh, I will point out a lot of great ones. Uh, when we go to majors, like when majors roll in, I know you've been to obviously tons of U.S. Opens. It is shockingly nice because <laughs> they can take over like other holes from other right. courses. They, I mean, when we played the PGA at, uh, at, um, where did I play that? Beth, Beth page, uh, like, you know, they have eight golf courses there. They just took over a completely other golf course, put the range on one of the fairways, made the chipping green an actual like green that they play to. So it's super realistic, super, uh, super pure. Um, the, the majors knock knock it out of the park. It makes you, we talked about this on the, on the rebroadcast too. It makes you not ever want to leave the practice facility. Cause it's so much nicer than anything you've done uh, prior. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's it, the majors. What's so interesting about golf is the majors are so different than what you guys play week in and week out on the PGA tour. You know, it's, it's not, it's not this PGA tour golf course that has the same event every year and knows how to facilitate the people and the and the players and all of the things that come in and around a golf tournament. You know, you're going to Marion once every 10, 12 years. You know, you're going to Hoy Lake, you know, every decade. And so they ha they don't have all of the things that these other places have because they're going to have a PGA Tour event every year. And sometimes that, that can be a great thing, and sometimes it can be a little bit of a detriment. And I'm assuming with the range, as you said, it seems like it's a good thing. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, I got another one. Uh... This one just makes me laugh. JJ Mickey asked me, uh, or asked this, you need to execute one this, of these. I had, Max, I had this one on my computer as the no next way. question. Yes. Hey, you read it, Shane. You got a better voice. Go for it. No, 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 no. You're, you're a media guy. Let's go. All right. All right. Uh, you need to execute one <laughs> of these situations for your first major uh, example. Person knows that par wins. Would you rather one have at best a 10 footer for victory, but virtually guarantee yourself a playoff or two stand on the final hole tee box and try to win it from there. I'm going to point out one thing first. The hole matters a lot. Like if it's a crazy short par five or something that everyone's been birding, I'd like to play the hole and take my chances. But the overarching point of this is 
And I'll lead it with a, a old quote. I don't, not word for word, you know, I'm not a Google by any means, but <laughs> Tiger would once mentioned he would take 20 to 25 feet on every hole for birdie for the rest of his life. Point of that is it's damn hard to have 10 feet for birdie. I don't care right. what hole you're playing. So I'm taking the 10 footer. That would be an amazingly played hole. Just to have 10 feet for birdie on literally 99% of any hole. So I'm taking that 10 footer. I put 10 footers at, I don't know. Well, 45%. I'm taking a 45% chance to win with literally no chance to not. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on one second. You, you're saying you make how much? What was your, well, I know that, the, I know that the, here's the crazy, no, it's probably, on, no, it's no, probably no. 35%. The, the craziest stat that people need to look up that play recreational golf, the tour pros 50, 50 point in putts per like at, at what length is there 50, 50 from is eight feet, which seems a lot shorter than people would imagine. So when you all yell at yourselves for making a 15 footer that you always make these and blah, 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 that's just not true. I'm just telling you it's not true. So I'm guessing my, I'm probably 40, 45% from 10 feet. All right. I'm looking, I'm looking up your putting stats right now. Putting from 10 feet. What'd you say? I, I would say I'm 35 to 45%. I'm going to say 40%. Man, you I mean, pretty good. Oh, you're you're thirty-five percent. You're okay, thirty-four point so seven. A little lower than I thought I gotta practice more. But you know what? Nine feet. Yeah, I dialed 50, it nine. Fifty percent. So that's what I'm saying. Every foot matters. It's a big deal. So that's why Tiger's point. You, of course you're taking ten feet for bird. All right. So I'm looking at this right now. So you've online on your PGA tour website, putting from three feet, four feet, all the way to ten is a stat, right? Yeah. That's a stat. What do you think your best? What do you think you're ranked the best at from three feet, four feet, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and 10? What's your best ranking on tour? Six. That's a pretty good guess. You're, you're 26th on tour from five feet. You, this is this year. 90%. Dang. That's you're nice. good. 41 yeah. attempts, man. I can roll it. Everybody. I can roll it. He is a good putter. I haven't exactly. chipped it worth anything for a while, but I sure can roll it. This is one of the more creative questions that I have ever been sent for one of these things, not wow. just with the podcast with you, but in any Q and a send a question I've ever received. So sack Charlie, Charlie, I'm assuming you're from Sacramento. Let's hope we're going to send you a sticker and some of the new get a grip golf tees for this question. Cause I love it so much. So I'll DM you and get your info. If you could play a two man scramble with yourself, from the past, what age of yourself would you choose and why, Max? Uh, 29, because I've been playing no, pretty you good. Can't pick right now. Come on. Uh, I would pick, well, it was 2013. I was 20, when I was 22, because I didn't, that, that's when I first turned pro and golf legitimately felt so easy um, because I didn't know any better. I hadn't really played like anything really hard yet. Uh, so I take that guy, that guy, that guy just like, didn't really get it yet. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I mean, but, but also that's a good thing, right? No, that's what I mean. It was a great thing. He just didn't know any, any better. Um, do you have a age, a specific age? I, I mean, I would have mind? to go something like 15, 16 when I felt like I could make every putt and chip, you know, there was no fear in that. That's, see, that's kind of thing. If by. I could just, I I'm all, I'm a better ball striker than I've ever been. So I, I could almost just take my like 10 year old self in putting. Cause that guy didn't like when you're 10, you just, you make, you make every putt in your head. I mean, that's, it's so simple. Yeah. I mean the, the, the no fear thing. And, and right now, currently I'm battling with putting and Max is trying to help me. Thank you, by the way, for being my 
my coach, I, you know what? I'm going to get you. I got a bucket of these disinfectant <laughs> wipes. I'll give you as, as payment for all your help. But uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, no problem. But but money the, would be better. But. The, the the putting the putting thing as you get older and when it's when it's going poorly, how much you think about it going poorly versus what it used to feel like is got to be the biggest difference in golf from when you were a kid to when you become an adult. Yeah, until you get through your head that it it's not that complicated. So it's right. just like it just depends where your head goes. I, I remember one of the best pieces of advice my head coach at Cal, Steve Desmond, gave me was I used to really struggle with my putting, which is honestly funny because I, I now think of putting as like one of my favorite things to do. Um, and when I would, I would go to the putting green and I'd practice and practice and practice and coach came out one day and was watching me just grind on these three foot circle like everyone does. And he said, what are you doing? I'm like, coach, I've just been putting, putting like trash lately. And he said, how about you like, just stop practicing for a little bit. Like don't grind it so hard. Um, he's, he made a good point. Every time you, you practice so hard, the next time you go out to putt in, in, in a round or in something competitive and you miss one, you feel like, man, I put in all this time. Um, I should be doing better. And it almost raises your expectation level um and one of my dad's favorite and best sayings was you know low expectations high standards so we can't be out here expecting much you can't put more pressure on yourself than you already already naturally will have so part of putting is is realizing man it isn't that difficult danny willett says that he tries to hit a putt online for one inch it's pretty simple and that's legitimately all you know besides the speed that's the main part of putting is getting the ball online so you know obviously the more you think about it as you get older it's a lot it's very easy to complicate it. It's also why people say, you know, go to dinner with other good putters because other good putters get just how simple it really is. Um, but yeah, as a kid, you're it's aim and, you know, point and shoot. It's very, very easy. And yeah, you go through a little putting well when you're 20 and all of a sudden you start thinking of every little thing under the sun. Uh, you have a question. I, I can see you. I can see you're excited about this. One. I do. Uh, this is just a good one. I think people should hear. Uh, this is from Alex Trevino. I'm assuming not Lee Trevino's son because he probably would have just asked his dad this he knows a lot more than i do what are effective efficient ways to maximize your practice if you can't practice six to eight hours a day pre-quarantine life obviously obviously um pretty simple and and I, i i've stolen this from a lot of people i know patrick cantley his his old uh or his coach jamie mulligan uh told told me this one uh you know when pat was in college and and pat now you know his back isn't i don't think it's like ready to very, I don't think he needs to be hitting eight hours worth of golf balls every day, but I know he, he was in college. A lot of people had pointed out that he would have the most efficient practice sessions there, there were. And what that means is, especially in college, like we, you know, we don't have a lot of time, right? You're going school to the, to practice. And then you got to get back for homework. Some days you don't have a full day to, to, to grind. So what you do is you get there and let's just say you have an hour. You get there, you split it up in your head, and when you hit balls, you hit very focused golf balls. You are picking a spot, you're seeing a shot, you're visualizing visualizing it, and you're trying to match that. So you're not going to have a field practice, which is essentially when you're just hitting balls all over the place, trying to just like, I don't know, it's not very, it's not very um, thought out. It's not, you're not really maximizing your time. Uh, so that's what I suggest. And I, I do that now as I've gotten older and I don't really want to be hitting balls all day just because it's first off, not really good, you know, for the body, especially for a, for a long season, you gotta, you gotta have days. And when it's hot, like it's getting, you have to have ways to be very focused. If you're putting, you know, do, do specific drills as far as, you know, make some 10 footers, 
pick putts that you don't normally love, but go through the whole routine. Make sure that you're really, really maximizing what you're doing. Same with chipping. Be less just chipping 80 balls. Right. You know, that's when people say, how many balls a week do you? It's like, I don't know. I mean, that literally doesn't matter at all. It's all about what kind of process I went through to hit that golf ball. And some days that I'm hitting them really well, um, you know, if I have a good feeling, I'll hit more than when I'm hitting it really bad when I'm going to leave and, and, or maybe I'm going to go work on something else. So that that's a good one. That's a good one for all the young up and coming golfers and, or people who work a lot and like, don't, you know, maybe you want to go hit balls for 30 minutes and you are trying to get better. That's the way to get better. It's not to just drop all the balls on, on the mat and just hit as many as you can before you have to go home. It, it's, you know, think of yardages, think of shots, think of holes that you play at your home course, and then try and try and play that hole. That'll, that'll get you better a lot quicker. We're running right about the point where we always say something about the time. So we'll do a couple more. I've got one from four putt 55. And I love this question as well. Shane Max and Joe or that sounds like a joke. Shane Max and Joe are playing in a charity scramble and your fourth bails. You have two options to fill the spot, Lacey or Cindy. Who do we take? Holy cow. No comment. <laughs> so you, you, you go first. <laughs> okay. So, 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 so you gave me a, this is great. You gave me a Vokey wedge, a right, obviously a right-handed oh, yeah, wedge yeah, yeah. last week because I don't have any right-handed clubs here. Cindy's got a couple of right-handed clubs that I got her when we first started dating but the grip on her wedge, I don't know what happened, but it looks like it looks like something got it because it's just completely almost melted off. So I gave her your wedge and she went outside and swung it once and I was going to video it. And she said, this club's too heavy and decided not to hit with it. So I'm thinking maybe we go with Lacey here. Lacey has like this fake confidence. Now she is a good putter. I'll, I'll give her. The See, good that's putting. huge. It's huge. I mean. She, she's still not a better putter than I am, but she's a pretty good putter. Uh, Lacey will also uh, tell you uh, she, she does this with me and I, and I do actually appreciate when we're practicing because it's kind of funny and then it lock, locks me in a little bit, but she'll ask me why I didn't hit it closer. Doesn't matter how close I hit it. It could always be closer. And to her point, it's true. Like I could have done better, but she, she's not, she's trying to push you to be your best while also pushing you uh not to quit <laughs> so i'm not sure she's the best option so so we i went on a trip up to nova scotia a few years ago and we played some golf cindy and i went and we played highlands links which is this unreal golf course up there and i brought her clubs with us on the trip she has like a three wood and a hybrid and a sand wedge and a putter and she was riding around in the car just hanging out having a couple cocktails not playing we go to a par three I'm like, play, you know, like you've got your clubs here. Nobody's with us. We're out here by ourselves. She made a bogey, legit nice. made a four, hit it up by the green, didn't hit a great chip, lagged it up there to three or four feet and made it for four. And that, for I think her. that's the only that's hole impressive. she's ever played in front of me. And it was a, it was a bogey. So that's really impressive. Good so, for yeah. her. She was good under the lights. Um, I got a, another question. I know we don't have very many more. I uh, was listening to. Is the, this a uh, last question? Is this last question good? Do you think? No, but I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was listening to Shotgun Start podcast done by Brendan Porath and Andy Johnson. Uh, they mentioned 90 Day Fiance. Brendan said he doesn't watch it. 
Uh, Andy said that his wife watches it. He doesn't really watch it much. I watch it all the time. It's one of uh, my favorite shows to watch with Lacey. Uh, so I DM Andy. I said, dude, you got to watch this 90 Day Fiance. It's amazing. So we started talking about it. One of his questions was, which character on 90 Day Fiance does Max most relate with? Fortunately, for those who watch the show, I don't relate to any of them. Thank goodness. I don't I don't see one similarity in any of them. However, I want to shout out Big Ed on this season's before the 90 days. The guy is the guy is pure humor, pure comedy every time he turned on. Uh we found out he used to be super, super, like not super, super, but pretty jacked. Now I don't I don't really know what's happened, but he's kind of like a uh, a portly man who knows he's portly. He kind of plays into it. He's dating a, a woman. Uh, trying to marry a woman who is from uh, I'm, I forget where, but Philippines. So and, and not from a good spot of it, very third world. And uh, the scene from like two weeks ago is he's staying at her family's house. Uh, he's freaking out. He seems a little more posh than her. And uh, he has to take a shower with her dad <laughs> so they could save water. And it is just, it's the funniest. It's, it's as good a TV. Do as I need to get into this? Right oh, it's my favorite. So to okay. Andy, I don't I don't relate to any of them, but that's my guy. I'm riding for him. I mean, I, I might have to get into it's this. Phenomenal, it's entertaining, man. right? And I'll make you feel better about your intelligence because a lot of these, I mean, a lot of these people just like are missing the point. They're not, they're naive to, to what's going on. And then the other ones is it's so great when you see it get flipped on the Americans, when all the Americans think, oh, they'd be so lucky, I guess, to be with me so they could be in America. And then they get flipped and the other, you know, the person from, you know, the, the foreign country is like, yeah, I want to break up with you. You're not great. And it's always funny. Cause you're like, yeah, you're not very great. And you're just like using this like green card thing as like essentially like bait and holding it over their heads. Right. Like, so it's, it's, it's all around great. It's great TV. And it really is. So, so last thing, and, and this is from single putt Al. You had a four putt guy and a single putt guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm going, you know what? Instead of Lacey and Cindy, can we take single putt Al? Yeah. On our, not on four putt, whatever. <laughs> Uh, so I was a little offended by this question. Should golf ever resume? Would Max consider the Dunhill Links Championship, the one that's played at, at St. Andrews and Carnoustie and Kings Barnes, with a certain Mr. Bacon on the bag? Now, listen, Max, I am not in any capacity even considered a famous person or a celebrity or anything. But at some point, maybe I could sneak into the room. And I could be your partner, right? I'd, I'd love that. So for people who don't know, Dunhill Links was actually supposed to be my first ever pro event. Um, I made a wise decision and didn't do it because I ended up playing the fries and played really well. But ever since, I, I've been bummed because I want to play that event really bad. Uh, to the person set, so yes, the answer is I, I would consider playing there. I would love it if you were my partner. That would be phenomenal. Uh, but I do want to 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 go off the second part of the question, which asks if a certain Mr. Bacon, I'm assuming you, Shane, I don't know very many Mr. Bacons, would be my caddy. And I just can't keep saying this enough on Twitter. I think my caddy's just going to be my caddy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, we're working yeah. really well together. I don't, you know I don't know why everyone always asks if they can caddy. Like I'm just going to have Joe, who's one of my best friends, caddy because he's also a really good caddy. So I would much rather team up with you. So hopefully if that you, will work. If someday. you called me and go, Hey, do you want a caddy? I'm going to, I'm going to fire Joe. I'd go, Hey man, don't fire Joe. Yeah, it's really yeah, like, good. Don't fire. The only I don't time I've had caddy Joe not caddy was in Japan where Stevie F baby caddy for me. And it's pretty much because Joe said, I don't want to go to Japan twice in a month. And I was like, yo, like I hear you. So it's more on him than on me. You know what? If Joe ever has to pull out of an event or he's got something going, and you've got to have a caddy, and you asked me to caddy, 
I would obviously say yes and fly wherever because I would love to help you out. It'd be fun but, to do but it. But Shane, well, you might caddy on the wrong side of the ball. <laughs> I, I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I had, I really did. It was, I thought it was a lot of fun. Did you have fun, Max? I had fun. I'm really excited to go watch the Last Dance, though. I'm not gonna lie. I know, me too. We were running into Last Dance time. Uh, just a reminder: this Saturday, is it May? I don't remember what month it is. Dude, May second, <laughs> three p.m. EDT time, twelve Pacific, twelve in the Good Time Zone, right at noon. Max and I will be watching the 06 U.S. Open. You can follow and watch along. Just go to one of our Twitter handles. It'll be right there. Uh, anything you got going? <laughs> anything else? I'm going to watch The Last Dance. That's all I got going. <laughs> the Last Dance is up. You guys have a great week. Enjoy yourselves. Thanks, Shane. Wash your hands, everybody. Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.